1: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host for the week, and I, I want to make sure that uh, you really pay attention today because we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, before I get to our guest, I, again, as always, want to make sure that uh, you're doing well. So how was your week? Did you live your life the way we always talk about being very grateful, very thankful As number one? And secondly, give, give when you can. Have you given this week? Give up your time, your service, be of service to others. And and then thirdly, you've been given a gift, a gift to choose. You have a choice, but love first, then choose. If you've lived your life that way this week, then I know you had a fantastic week and you made a fantastic week for several other people. So keep that in mind. We'll remind you again at the end of the show. Thank you for joining us. We've got a fantastic show today. Today we have a special guest. His name is travis Waits travis is i 'll call him um, uh, i 'll call him a coach a, a business coach an executive coach but in in truth uh, i 'm going to let him introduce himself to you in, in a moment but he 's an authenticity trainer a coach a pastor a father a husband he 's been around for a while to to really help people not only in their life but in their business world. He helps leaders become more authentic leaders. He helps leaders become more effective. He's increased performances of organizations and businesses by working with the uh, the people who run those businesses. So um, I, I'm not sure I can, I can say much more that would do it justice. So I'm going to introduce to you, and please help me in welcoming Travis to our show today. Travis, are you there? Say hello.
2: I am. Hey, thank you very much for uh, the time today, Clarence. I really appreciate it. And uh, really value what you're doing. You're definitely making an impact uh, on the landscape of, of leadership and uh, authenticity as well. So so thank you for having me today.
1: Absolutely. I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us. I think it's an important uh, for a couple of reasons. One is certainly what you are doing, uh, there's a, a segment of our listening audience that can really, really benefit, particularly as it comes to the workplace and their careers and, and business itself but I think everyone can can really uh, benefit from the things that you're going to be talking about and then um, and, and certainly um, your your uh, your voice is different than my voice so even though people hear a lot of the things that I say and I think they take it to heart to hear someone else say either the same thing or say it differently or or even say something different is very important, so I welcome your voice to our show today, so thank you.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that, and absolutely, when there's, when there's synergy and like-mindedness, we, we might say things uh, in a different way, but, but absolutely, we have the ability to connect with folks in their, their area, area of need and, and help them with growth uh, because of our, our uniqueness, but uh, really appreciate the synergy that uh, uh, sounds like we have together, Clarence.
1: Well, cool. I will tell you what. Why don't we do this? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Travis Waits? Uh, I mean, sure. I certainly know. I've seen your work, and I and I and I, and I think many of the, the folks out there may have seen you as well and found you online as, as well. So, but for those who don't know, tell us who you are.
2: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I I am a blend of, I would say, um, not the classical executive or business coach and not the uh, what you what typically think of when you think of a, a life coach. Um, my classical training is actually in the uh, therapy and counseling world. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a graduate degree uh, in that discipline and for a number of years ran a very successful uh, private practice uh, in the, the therapy space uh, and had some, some joy and fulfillment doing that. But for me, I found that it was mostly uh, not the best fit for me. and What I mean by that is um, we can all resonate with those those sweet spots with uh, when we're interacting with clients, and we just feel like we're in our zone, yeah. you know, where it's like, okay, hey, this is what I was created to do. It feels like uh, everything's flowing well. Um, it, you feel your passion come to the surface. You can tell that you're making an impact, and there's just, a good connection with clients, yes. and I experienced that uh, in that setting. But I really found just this greater calling uh, within me to make a more profound impact. Um, and you know, when you say that you're a therapist, um, introducing yourself that way, a lot of times people's eyes somewhat glaze it over, <laughs> or, or they start talking about a friend <laughs> that they have <laughs> yeah. who, who has this challenge or, or whatever. And so just that, that label in and of itself um, as a title can be somewhat limiting.
3: Right. But in
2: the work that I was doing, I found I was really running my, my private therapy practice more like uh, a coaching practice. Um, what I mean by that is I was really focusing on uh, strengths and solutions and being forward-looking, uh, trying to implement that and team with clients collaboratively in a very – a pragmatic way. And as you know, the, the therapeutic discipline is incredibly helpful, but the majority of it is focused on the past. Mm. Um, and the past absolutely can inform us in terms of a person's way of being and, and how they interact and challenges and whatnot, but it doesn't need to be prescriptive. Uh, and unfortunately, therapy in, it, in itself can be pretty pathologizing yeah. you know, with diagnoses and those things. And not discounting that, there's there's an absolute need for uh, that space and and those professionals um, and the clients to benefit as a result of that. Absolutely, uh, yeah. that's just not not my style. I mean, does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, you know, it's interesting you say that because there, when you, when I think of therapy, that's exactly what I think of. I think of people sitting, you know, laying on a couch with their psychiatrist or psychologist and. And talking about you know how their their mother or father treated them when they were kids and you know mm-hmm. it's, it's all about the past and and then they carry that with them and and I, I, maybe it makes them feel good about where they are today or they think they can explain where they are today but you know mm-hmm. it's so much more important to to realize here and now here's where I am and here's where I, I want to be and, and start looking toward the future instead of instead of the past so I, I love that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, I took it as a, okay, here's what happened, what happened in the past. Um, so what does that mean? How does it impact you today? Now what are we going to do about that um, so that we're not constrained by, by limiting, uh, whether it's limiting beliefs or past pain or past hardships or even past trauma, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. When, when people uh, see that they, they don't have to be constrained by their past, Um, It is uh, so thrilling to watch that freedom uh, experientially happen for clients, regardless of what their presenting issue was when it it came in. Mm -hmm. But that space that that we get to actually script and coach and encourage clients that they are more valuable than either uh, negative choices that they experienced um, or choices that that they brought on themselves. They don't need to be limited by those. Um, And I think that that... That underlying message of hope.
1: Okay. Well, uh, we, we dropped him for a second, but we're going to keep going here. Uh, the uh, the issue of, of Travis's work in dealing with people and you know the the past is what he was talking about is is a very important piece because we can often just let that dictate what our future will be. And when we do that, then basically we just Continue down the same path that we've always uh, always experienced, and nothing changes. So uh, we're going to yeah. get Travis back, and and uh, certainly. Here. Oh, great! Thanks for getting back to us, and <laughs> and so uh, we we were just uh, just recapping what you were just saying, though. So please continue.
2: Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. There's a little technical difficulties on my end of things. Um, you know, when when I saw that. I experienced this, what I would call a spiritual agitation. Um, and what I mean by that um, is just a, a general disgruntledness with the way that things were, knowing that I wasn't um, really in, in my sweet spot in terms of passion and ability, um, and, and really seeing that impact folks um, in a profound way, beyond just their, their presenting needs that walked in the room. So what I did is I transitioned my practice into more of a, a leadership development and um you said it at the start, really an, an authenticity uh focus. Mm-hmm. Um so I call myself an authenticity trainer. Um sometimes I, I'll use the term coach, but even uh as you've experienced in uh that term coach can be a little bit a little okay. bit limiting in and of itself. Yeah. Yes. But what you know, the, my typical client, I would say, is we'll talk about it in, in sort of stages. Let's let's talk about the person who is um, they're successful in their business. Maybe they're an entrepreneur. Uh, they've been doing it for a couple of years, um, and in any startup, obviously, it's it just hustle, 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 trying to get the business launched first couple of years. Right. And they're good at that, at driving that going forward All right. He's, and, uh, in their business. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, no, you faded out just for a moment there. Put your back yeah.
2: Back. Okay. So for for that that professional who's who's really burning that candle on both sides of working on their business and working in their business, they're they're finding some success. They're getting traction, but often because of the amount of focus it requires to get things going and, and attain that level, mm-hmm. uh, they. It's sort of an occupational hazard that uh, the need to compartmentalize.
1: Right. Hey, Travis. So, hold, yeah. Hold that. Hold that just for a second, because we're going to go into a break here in, okay. in a couple of seconds, and I want you to to finish that that thought. Um, and we're going to we're going to jump into some other parts of your business here as well, because you've got a lot to share. So awesome. um, hold on, and uh, we'll just take a, ba- a break, everyone, and we'll be back in just a second. <laughs>
0: academy with certified trainer mediator and life coach clarence caldwell
3: it's time to capture the simple piece of the amish in your own life amish wisdom with suzanne woods fisher thursday afternoons at five four central each week suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the amish without going amish she'll cover the practical simplicity slowing down reducing clutter putting the brakes on materialism The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Girlfriend is on Toginet. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central.
0: You know, your boyfriend or or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to Mm -hmm. have somebody that you go, she gets me.
3: Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, on Toginet.com
0: welcome back to true life Academy your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment with more transformational keys for success here is your host Clarence Caldwell
1: hello everyone good morning again because morning because we're waking up and uh, we have with us this morning uh, Travis Waits, who has been talking to us about the uh, We'll call it, uh, I'm going to call it coaching, but it's, it's it's more than that, so much more than that, and how he transitioned from a, a life of a counselor and therapist into helping leaders, and he was talking about how a business gets started and how how it transitions into a, a thriving business and what, what changes for people when that happens. So um, go ahead, Travis. Let, can please continue taking us through that.
2: Yeah, no sweat. I, I appreciate that, and you know, I'm starting with sort of my personal story. Got what? What got me in that that personal agitation space? If you will, to transition, and really, um, it kind of epitomizes sort of the what I experienced in my own growth pain of of watching my business go through its, its startup phase to uh, growth and then success. And what what I saw and experienced is the same thing I saw going on with clients. And what that is is really that compartmentalization of, of your life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the typical professional I work with now, they, they they've had success in their business and their leadership, uh, and things are firing pretty well even from a financial perspective. And but there's a there's a gap, um, and typically it'll show up in one of the significant areas in their life, like either in their, their home life, in their marriage, or in their family, where they're, they're home, but they're not necessarily emotionally present. Or it might show up in a space where uh, in their friendships, they are uh, really just not connected. You, know, you ask them to list off friends, and, and they talk about folks that um, they may have seen you know, three three to five years ago, but nothing that's close to really you know in terms of like a buddy or a hobby or a band of brothers. So one of the things that that I do is it helps uh bring alignment from who you are on the inside to actually all aspects of of your life and what you do. And so does that Now that that piece of alignment I believe it's not something that we can act and it's not something that we can we can put on. Um If we are not bringing that from the inside out, literally, our core of who we are, our passions, our talents, our values, our gifting, and showcasing that to the world through different vehicles, then we're going to have a a significant challenge of uh, bringing that out and bringing our best to make an impact in what we do, whether it's our business or whether it's our personal relationships.
1: That's a very, very good point. I'd love to hear that because that's exactly what we we talk about um, quite often here is, is being in true alignment uh, throughout the, the various layers of your life, I mean, starting at the core. And it's, you know, in, in my way of saying it, and people say it many different ways, and I'd love to hear your take on it, it's starting at your spiritual layer. And that's if right. you're not connected there, Then your emotional, your mental, your physical, and then all of these other things that you consider your success areas, whether they be your relationships, your career, your finances, your health, those things are all attached to who you are. And if you're not being yourself, your authentic self, your true self that starts at that core, then those other things are not going to be aligned as as easily and as well as they could be.
2: Absolutely, yeah. What I I call it, uh, and I didn't didn't coin this term, but I, I really resonate with it uh, from a good friend I have who uses the term uh, our magnitude of mission. Really to summarize that that core of just what lights us up. Um, it's not just our our beliefs and our values, but it really is like our our spiritual DNA, the who we are at in our core of like what we were created to do. Um, what gets us passionate? What helps us feel like we're making an impact and making a difference? That's what we, what I would call, our magnitude of mission. And when you first uh, talk about that with, with leaders, especially business owners, um, uh, entrepreneurs, um, you know, they get excited about that concept. Like, yeah, 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 that's that's what I want to do. That's why I got into what I do. And then you just ask the question, well, how's that going? <laughs> And then it's like all the air comes out of the balloon because now it's like, well, you know, theoretically, that sounds good. Um, That is inspiring. Um, Like they just had a, you know, a good pep talk from a motivational speaker or whatnot. But translating that into their nine to five of their week and their day and their relationships and their business, most folks don't know how to do that. And so that's where I come in and I've labeled that uh authenticity training. Because I authenticity to me is it's more than just being honest. Um, it's more than just vulnerability, which vulnerability is just showing up and being seen for who you are. But it really is saying, Okay, this is who I am on the inside is gonna reflect on the outside and what you see on the outside is gonna match what's going on in on the inside. There's no gaps, there's no compartments. It's in complete alignment with who I am, does that make sense? Oh,
1: absolutely it makes perfect sense and and I like earlier, you said you know like minded people, you and I have that very same view uh of life and of how business uh should run and how leaders should be here's a Here's a question for you uh related to that quite often and having been in corporate America myself for many years. Um, and working uh to retain and and maintain my level of authenticity throughout and I think it 's really really helped me become successful and it it 's really propelled me forward. however, I was kind of an odd duck when it came to that because most of the most of my peers and my bosses uh were living a different uh they had a different face they would they would be compartmentalizing that you were talking about they would they didn 't quite get it that that uh, that was the the best way to be and so it was difficult for me in many cases although I was happy with who I was uh, I found I found it a challenge in that environment what, what would you say to someone that's in that same space
2: yeah you know what you what you shared is probably part two of what got me I guess uh, kind of fan the flame of, of my personal disgruntledness in, in running a business was uh really the aspect of uh I'm gonna use the term uh coopetition. And um, so we we know of competition and we know of collaboration and it's kind of a combo of those two and I didn't coin the phrase at all, but uh it's from a book a number of years ago and it's a whole aspect that all tides rise all boats. Okay. That that's what, what coopetition is. And what that means is that if I'm truly being myself and I'm differentiated, I'm being authentic, I'm really in touch with my magnitude and mission and what I'm called to do, then that gives me the freedom then to link arms with you, Clarence. Because if you're being authentic and you're functioning in alignment with what you're created to do, we can link arms and we don't have to see each other as a threat. Right. I don't have to uh, feel that, that you might be a threat for clients that I might potentially work with. Or you don't have to see me as a threat for clients that, that you could make an impact with. Because it gives us the freedom to know that, number one, there's plenty of clients out there. Number two, you and I are both not created to work with every single person on the planet. Right. There, there are certain folks that, that you can resonate with and work with that I could never, even on my best day, uh, make an impact with not because I'm not good at what I'm doing and not skilled and not because you have some secret sauce but it's really that that fit factor if you will mm-hmm. you know that, that you are going to make a much better impact on certain clients and vice versa but seeing that that attitude or or perspective of coopetition in in the coaching space for sure in the therapy space even in the leadership development space That is something that is is missing because you said it completely spot on that you feel like you're kind of an odd duck. You know, like you have this calling and it's like you want to make an impact, you want to help people. And then when you're in a room with like-minded, supposedly like-minded people who are in the same space, it's like, why are we looking at each other like... (laughs) <laughs> where, where you know, where's the where's the true collaboration? Where's that sense of synergy and, and partnering, uh, not just being a team, but really, uh, you know, all tides rise, all boats, co yes. I can link arms with you. And actually, if we do that together, we'll be stronger and we'll also make a, a more profound impact than what you can make on your own and what I can make on my own.
1: Uh, that's that's so well said and and you're you're absolutely right in this in this industry of being a a coach and a you know counselor or whatever it is you would think that we would um, really support each other in this in this vein I was at a conference a few months ago in uh, San Jose and I it was literally a thousand other people doing what I do and we were all like you know, hurrah, hurrah. We were holding hands and we were like, yes, let's go, let's go tackle the, let's change the planet. And, uh, right. and we exchanged business cards and I had a list of at least 10, 20 people I was going to call so we could collaborate. Didn't get one phone call back, not one email back. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. But, uh, but that's okay because, I, uh, you know, as long as I stay true and we stay true to ourselves, we just keep moving forward and, uh, we find, we find each other, we find people like you and me and and the, and we understand this issue of coopetition and and we, and we don't feel threatened by it in fact we, we we feel enthusiastic about it because we know we can do more now we've got help and so uh, That's so right. I appreciate that very much
2: I think it, when we're able to link arms uh, like this what it what it does when we live in an environment of cooperation actually frees us up to be good at what we're good at so that we can make the impact that individually we're supposed to make. Instead of wasting our time doing all these things that we might be okay at but, but we're not best at. Right. You know, and so that's taking away energy and and fuel, if you will, that we could be using really to help the people that individually we are created to help and to empower and to help bring in alignment so that they can make an impact so you know I think it's really not just an attitudinal shift in terms of our perspective and our outlook but it's really something that uh, practically should show up within our week Um, and it's more than just you know like a mastermind group or you know a a collaborative group together or networking group it's way more than those things Uh, this really is it's not just co-branding or promoting.
0: True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns this short break.
3: We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on tugginet.com. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show? Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Girlfriend is on TogiNet. and then be a part of Girlfriend It, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central.
0: You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me.
3: Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriend It with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com.
4: It's time to uncover the inspired team leader within you. Overcome the challenges of hidden agendas and miscommunications that create stress and a lack of productivity. Project management expert Norm Prevost and connection expert Heather Hansen O'Neill will provide you with a consistent infusion of inspiration and team strategies. In addition, your hosts will invite knowledgeable leaders to inject different viewpoints, situations, and solutions for an all-encompassing perspective on achieving winning team performance. Spend one hour each Friday transforming your mindset and increasing your skills. The Inspired Team Leaders Show, your path to innovative ideas and action items you can implement today to create a more productive team and feel amazing in your role. The Inspired Team Leader Show, heard every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on ABRN, the all-business radio network.
0: Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell,
1: Hi, welcome back. You're here with Travis Waits and Clarence, and we are talking about uh, the last thing we were talking about was cooperation. I love that word because it uh, it just it says it all. We have to be in a, a spirit of cooperation while we're uh, moving the the needle forward. So, um, all tides rises raises all boats. So I love that, that comment as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking notes, Travis, if you haven't figured it out. Well, as you're talking, I'm <laughs> taking notes. Cause that's, you know, that's the one thing that I, I believe about all of us is that none of us knows it all and yep. we learn from everyone. Uh,
2: Absolutely.
1: You, you know, I, I attend conferences of all the great leaders of this industry, but I also listen to uh, children when they talk because they can teach us as well. So, Everybody has something to share, and I'd love hearing your voice this week, so thank
2: you. Yeah, we we really don't have the the corner on the market in terms of terminal uniqueness, and so, (laughs) you know, uh, I think co absolutely frees us up to be who we are and who we're supposed to be, so that Uh, we can make the impact that we're really called to make.
1: Now you you're um, let, let's uh, let's take a moment here because i've i failed to do it in the last couple of segments, but i want to make sure that people know how to reach you uh okay. if you have um uh if you have a twitter a facebook a uh, website uh, if you have yeah. got a book where they could buy the book whatever it is let us know how to how to keep in touch with you
2: yeah the best way is, is through my website um and it's my website's a little selfish because it's just my name. <laughs> Tra- <laughs> TravisWaits.com. I, I did that solely for the sake of google uh, but that's really the best way um I do some uh, i've I've been uh hobbying around if you will, with Twitter uh, and really enjoy that really connecting with people uh that way yeah. um, and one of the things I'm doing on my on my website one of the things that I'm excited about is i've uh just launched a couple online courses that are video based. Uh, through my website, one on authenticity, uh, the topic we're talking about here, and another one on conflict. Mm. And those those courses are are really self-directed. The uh, the user can go through them at their own pace. They're video vignettes um, that I've been able to do um, in, in putting that that offering together. And then what we do is, as um, the participant goes through them, uh, we jump on some coaching sessions. And really unpacked and drilled down so that it's personal and, and expanded. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I like I like
1: that issue of, of uh you know working with conflict. because um, there we, we, we face that um every day in one form or another and how we respond makes all the difference in the world and and uh you know without go, without taking us through that course right here, is there yeah. Is there a couple of things you can, you can tell us, some, some insight to, uh, and, and we'll go to your side and we'll take the course, but give us some hints yeah. as, to, as to how to deal with conflict.
2: Yeah, you know, everyone talks about conflict resolution, and I think that's actually uh, a misguided focus because we grow and learn even just uh, physiologically uh, from children to adults through the crucible of conflict. You know, if if we're not stretched, we don't grow. Whether that's physically, uh, certainly emotionally, uh, mentally, and even spiritually. So uh, I I use the term uh, conflict navigation. And and if we can navigate that conflict in a way that's constructive and produces positive growth, uh, we won't be uh, interacting in that situation in a negative way. Certainly, conflict... Um, no one enjoys that sort of the, the heat of the battle if you will but if we can take pause um, do some uh, attending skills do some uh, drill down to actually uh, leveraging part of who we are in our authenticity we'll be able actually to navigate that conflict in a way that, act, that helps us uh, gain greater insight have a more constructive relationship whether that's with a spouse, whether that's in a, a business partnership, whether that's with a, a client, and then we see those conflicts uh, really as a way that that helps us. Uh, serve, they serve as a catalyst, if you will, to get us where we couldn't have gone without that that hiccup. So that, that's how, that's my spin on on the conflict piece. And for uh, I wanted to mention to you, any of your your listeners that that. Uh, decide that they want to go through one of these courses on my site, um, if they enter the, the coupon code uh, with just the word Amplify, uh, they'll receive um, a 50% discount. Okay. I wanted cool. to make that available to your listeners. Uh, just because of the, the synergy that, that you and I have had, I really value that.
1: Excellent. And the coupon code was Amplify?
2: Amplify. Yeah, just the word Amplify, uh, lowercase. Okay.
1: All right. Super. Yeah, I I, uh, I encourage everyone to, to take a, a, a look at that. You know, well, many of the clients that I have, and we talk about uh, uh, how to really help them move forward in their life, a lot of it is based on either current or past conflicts that they've had with others, and they just can't seem to get through it, can't seem to get past it. They hold on to certain pieces of it. And, uh, yeah, uh, and, and so I think this would be extremely valuable for for everyone to to take a closer look at. So thank you for that. Wow, oh, what a gift! Was. I feel like I feel like <laughs> Oprah. Everybody gets a, a discount to the, <laughs> to, the <laughs> to the course. Look under mm-hmm. your seats. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Good. Oh, uh, but the, uh, you know, speaking of, of conflict, uh, this is somewhat related, but when when you were talking about businesses and you're talking about leaders, uh, yeah. there's a fair amount of conflict that takes place in the business world, um, and quite often there are changes that take place in organizations and, and other disruptions in leadership, um, and you, you had done a piece on, on that as well. Can you give us some insight on how... How to really m- navigate, I'll say, through through the conflict and the changes that take place within within business.
2: Yeah, certainly. And um, you know, I wrote a piece uh, a while ago on my blog um, called "Leveraging Positive Disruption," and what I mean by that is exactly within the, the context that that we're talking about here. Within business, often we can think of that as a, an impersonal space. You know, the board is really concerned with um, making sure that the profits are coming in, we're getting an ROI on on the investment that's being made. Whereas the visionaries are concerned with are are they is the, the organization as a whole, is the business, um is it in alignment with this mission and is it carrying out that uh with purpose um in a tactical way that's practical. And therein lies the rub because when you have employees who are are normal human beings and things don't always go according to the business plan
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and there's personalities within that there's there's different levels of skill and ability and getting that that team to work uh can produce quite a bit of conflict and so that's an opportunity for that organization or business really to, to grow if they can leverage those opportunities um, for a positive disruption instead of seeing it as wow I you know I, I hate my coworkers and I hate my boss and so now it's time to look for a new job right. and you know we've we've read the studies through HBR and other things that, that 70% of the workforce is disengaged well I see that as a direct indictment to leadership because that means that, that leadership then is not uh, empowering, collaborating, providing uh, the culture of the organization or business with the, the tools and most often it's usually the skills that they need in order to not just stay in alignment with their vision and mission, but uh, the practical, uh, the steps that they need to take to tactically uh, produced in a way that's part of who they are, part of their personal DNA, but it also fits with the organization's DNA. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, very much so. Very much so. It, it, you, you described uh, very to the team many of the situations I've I've seen over the years, and it is it can be very toxic uh, depending on the response of the of the people involved.
2: Yeah. So you know, I just had a client recently. Uh, that, that called me in to do some some team optimization work. And, and what that is, is essentially we use an assessment. And, and I really enjoy uh, the disk assessment myself. But there's lots of others out there that, that folks use. And it, it kind of doesn't matter a whole lot which one you pick. Right. Uh, but it's just a way to get a snapshot of the people and, and uh, their way of being in the organization. So what I do in a team op- optimization is have everyone on the team take that that assessment, we debrief that. Uh, it, it obviously highlights some some blind spots, some areas that uh, the organization and the people themselves uh, see that they are not functioning in their best fit. And then we realign it. But what often happens when the CEO or the the CFO uh, calls me to do these things is they're saying, "Hey, we got a, a culture issue with our team.
1: Can
2: uh, you okay. help us with that?"
1: Uh-huh.
2: So it's like, okay. And so I interview the team and we go through and we're debriefing their assessments and nine times out of ten, it always comes back to the leader. (laughs) It begins with the leader. Funny how that works. (laughs) Yeah, it's you know, when the leader's being gruff and rough and he's having a bad attitude and he's, you know, storming into the the break room to get his coffee and no one wants to talk to him, him or her, and, and just you know, they're kind of a battle accident on the warpath and it's like, that doesn't. That breeds toxicity.
1: All right. Hey, hold yep. on to that thought. We'll we'll be right back for, uh, for the rest of the show. Thanks a lot.
0: True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break.
3: We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through Today's Note to Self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on toginet.com.
0: Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hello, welcome back. We're with Travis Waits, and we are talking about uh, how conflict can arise and be resolved within organizations, and uh, that's some of what Travis does. I will just remind everyone: if you go to Travis's website, which is uh, traviswaits.com, that's T-R-A-V-I-S-W-A-I-T-S.com, um, he will um, actually give you a discount. If you're listening now, use the coupon code Amplify, and you'll get a discount to his uh, conflict navigation course. I think that's a that's a great gift for us, and thank you very much for that, Travis.
2: Oh, you're welcome, and I I really appreciate the time today, Clint, and Thank you for having me. Oh, sure. I, I'm glad that you're here.
1: When we were um, right before uh, we took a, a quick break, we were talking about uh, conflict navigation and and how organizations um, uh, can go about resolving that. And and quite frankly, for everyone listening, Travis and I had a side conversation about what it's like when uh, the organization actually gets together to resolve a conflict that the the, the leader may have brought uh, uh, in to get resolved, but it turns out the leader might be part of the problem, uh, so uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about that, I mean I, I've had experience myself with that, so tell us a little bit maybe what you've experienced seeing that, Travis.
2: Yeah, it, um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a purposeful intent of the leader just to ignore their blind spots, but... You know, their contribution to the the culture that's uh, creating some toxicity in their business and the organization. But obviously, if they're blind spots, they can't see them. So, you know, when they uh, call me in and I'm working with the team and I'm hearing from the team more and more that actually the leader themselves, the the CEO or or the the chief operator, is actually um, the biggest contributor to the issue or the problem. It's sort of what it does for uh, then the, the leader. Um, it, it's a it's an opportunity for them to do some self-examination if they're open to it and if they can receive it. But there there does need to be a shift because initially they're the ones who called me in the first place and said, Hey, I have some problems with my employee culture or my team. And so okay, we you know we kind of play Columbo and, and we have everyone do the assessments or whatnot and, and go through that process. But then I, in revisiting with them, it's like, okay, here's what I learned. You know, I'm an objective third party here. And when the leader themselves is teachable um, and willing to adjust what they do because they want to keep uh, making an impact and being successful, that those situations usually go well. <laughs> Sometimes, though, and, and I know that you've experienced this, when the, the leader is, um not really open to change themselves because they're they're convinced that uh the way that they're going um is right and if ev- everyone would just salute and get on board um not complain uh just show up on time, do their job, uh then life would be better for them. Yes. Those things might be true, but that doesn't breed itself to a, a culture that we're actually Uh, Desiring for everyone to do what they're they're most successful at and created to do because it's part of who they are. It doesn't matter what their specific role or title is within an organization, but it does matter that they they get to use some of their passion each day. Um, And when we can free people up to do that in a workspace, in a company, man, those organizations take the hill. Uh, Not only do we see the improvement on their ROI, but... You know, it's a place that people actually enjoy um, going to work. They wake up with an excitement because they see that now now that they are part of something bigger than themselves. And so they get to make an impact. And, you know, that resonates with people. Um, And organizations that can adapt to that and navigate that conflict in in a way that's constructive really seem to be uh, taking the hill for what they do, whether it's their product or their service. It, It really doesn't matter
1: right right that's great that's great you know uh, the uh, the the one thing that i that i have um i don't know maybe we can solve this together or maybe you've got some insight to this when when organizations are having issues uh the leader doesn't always see it and if they see it that's great if they try to make an effort to make the change they call you in or call someone in uh right. i think that is a, an excellent excellent first step but they don't always see it is there anything that the the worker bees and the, the individual that's in that organization can or should do in a in a, in a toxic environment like that uh, without yeah. literally calling somebody out? But just what can
2: they do? Well, um, I really hold a, a systemic perspective, and and what that means is that um, all parts um, affect everything else. So what that means is individually. Um, our contribution is very small, but collectively um, it's, it's more. So the whole is really more than the sum of the individual parts if we took them apart. Okay? So for that employee, often there, there can be discouragement. They can begin to have a negative attitude, and that's going to show up behaviorally because they're starting to go into survival mode. You know, they're, they're just going through the motions. So my encouragement, and I say encouragement rather than a challenge, <laughs> it, it can be uh, trying and, and a bit of a challenge at first, is for the that employee themselves to be part of the influence of change. What that means is that um, they show up each day to engage wholeheartedly. They don't hold anything back um, from themselves. They uh, show up to do not just what's, what's on their area of responsibility in terms of, of work role, but it shows up um, behaviorally. It shows up in their attitude, in their body language, in their demeanor, in their countenance, that they're, they're willing to take a, a positive um, ownership stake, if you will, that, that they actually are a contributor to that system. And as they go, so goes the system. So we can't just blame it all on the leader. 'Cause if we change the leader, but we don't change the employees or the team, that that toxic system is still gonna be toxic. Yes. There really is an onus of responsibility on on all involved and so getting that buy in, even if it's a small contribution, um, as simple as, you know, showing up on time for for your job and not just dogging it because man, you know, the boss is just riding you. Like that's not going to help you individually, but to be able to have that um, when every member of the team can see that they make an an impact because of their influence, um, all win. Now, for you, you bring up it makes me think of another point as well, just sort of this this insulation effect that that leaders experience, um, and obviously that that leads to blind spots and whatnot, but you know, for leaders themselves, I have quite a few C-level executives contact me through um, the back door because their complaint often is that other people um, don't get it. And usually what they mean by that is um, that pure environment of just being a normal human being that they can look eye to eye and shoulder to shoulder with They don't really get that, whether it's from their team or from others, because everyone looks to them as the leader, that that they're the one who's supposed to know it all. They're the one who's supposed to always be strong. They're the one who's never supposed to express or show any weakness and certainly not make any mistakes. So often uh, leaders in those uh, positions, whether it's a C-level or or whether it's a pastor of a church, um, will contact me and go, I have no one else to talk to. I don't even know where to start, and they they've come to a place where they see that something's not working. Because again, like we talked of at the, the top of the hour about uh, compartments and and not living in alignment with who you are, not being authentic, they they can feel literally that there's an issue, but they don't know how to address it, and certainly they don't know who to go to, to for help. Right. And right. so with them, it's that whole piece of of validating their frankly their their inherent right. <laughs> to be a human being just like everybody else that even though systemically different rules might be applying that functionally we actually can adjust that so that the leader gets to be themselves just like they expect their employees to be themselves
1: right right that's great that's a good point it's um it's very difficult at times to see the forest for the trees so to speak when when we're you're right in the middle of it, so to have someone yeah. like you come in to say, "Hey, it's right here. <laughs> you're you're a part of it. So so be a part yeah. of the solution as well. Uh, stay Absolutely. true to yourself. I mean that that means everything. That's great. Um, yeah. When we we've got just a few minutes left, but in in the time that we do have left, um, I uh, if there if if there's there's a million things we can we can tell people to do, but if there's yeah. one thing, one uh, I, I'll just say a, a phrase or something of encouragement to people who are struggling either in their own business or in their workplace, uh, give us some insight.
2: Yeah, well, you're asking me to swing for the fence, and there, <laughs> there are so many good nuggets. One minute, yeah, so you know I, I believe that when we function in alignment with, with what we're created to do that we're going to feel more joy uh, more peace and we will also make a more profound impact um, we'll see that not just in our attitude we'll see that not just in our energy level but we'll see that reflected in those around us whether they're part of our family or part of our team part of our our culture and and the best way to do that is through Uh, the process of authenticity to risk being vulnerable with someone else and to use some courageous honesty at times of showing up and going hey here's what's really going on I really want to be an authentic person because I know if I'm not I'm not gonna uh, make an impact and I'm also not really being who I am on the inside that would be my encouragement um, that it is worth it Um, I've lived in the world of acting um, it doesn't work, uh, it's not fulfilling, um, there are no regrets with being authentic um, and it's so exciting to get to make an impact just from being yourself and getting to link up um, and have synergy with others who are also called to do the same thing which is be themselves and make an impact. Travis that is so profound and it's so right on. Thank you
1: so much. I really appreciate you spending the time with us today. This has been very helpful to me and I know to many others Thank you for everything that you do. You're welcome, Clarence. Thank you very much for the time. Absolutely. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Be thankful. Give when you can. Love, then choose. Take care.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach. Trainer and motivational speaker Clarence Caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success. To help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.